Welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast, where Charles H. Green, CEO of Trusted Advisor Associates and co-author of the best-selling book, The Trusted Advisor, answers your questions and offers wisdom on how to build stronger relationships with clients and colleagues. Just a quick public service announcement here before we get started with today's podcast. If you're listening, you're probably interested in learning more about trust and professional relationships. The good news is here at Trusted Advisor Associates, we have a deep archive of free material that you can explore. Just make your way over to trustedadvisor.com and we have a deep library of free ebooks, videos, blog posts. We have a quarterly webinar series and of course we offer corporate training and workshops. So if you have any questions, shoot us an email. And now on to Mr. Charles Green. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Trust Matters podcast. I'm Charlie Green, and I'm joined by Jason Gluskin, RMC. Jason, I understand we've got one of the toughest questions facing anyone for our topic today. Am I right? Mr. Charlie Green, okay, we got one that I think everybody can relate to. It comes in from Amy, and she says, I'm a solo consultant. I've got a longstanding relationship with a really great client. It's good work. I've been consulting for more than two years now, but I really feel that I need a 10% or so rate increase due to bumps in cost of living, and frankly, I'm just a lot better at my job than I was two years ago. But the thing is, I'm really bad about asking for more money, especially when I'm billing a lot already each month. But the market's gone up, and so is my value. How should I approach this one? Well, you were right, Jason. Amy, I think asking people for money is often embarrassing, especially when it's directly related to you personally, which it is in this case, since you're a solo consultant. There are a lot of real human reasons for that. Talking about money means putting a financial value on you. Asking to increase it puts you in the vulnerable position of being judged personally by someone you respect and with whom you have a relationship that goes way beyond money. Anyway, it's no wonder you feel uncomfortable having those discussions. And why should you be any different than anyone else? You're right to ask how to approach it. This is not a problem with a clever one-liner answer. It really depends on your thinking rightly about your mindset going in. So let's talk about that. First, let's just accept that you're right about the value, the numbers, the financial side of it. If anything, you probably put this thing off too long already for all the reasons we listed above. So let's start with assuming that you are definitely, without any doubt, 100% justified in your request for a 10% rate increase. Okay? Feeling a little better? A second, you only mentioned this one client. I hope, hope, hope that you're thinking about this as a policy that applies to all clients and not just to one. I won't get into the specifics of pricing policies. I'm just saying that you need a policy. The reason is simple. The main thing clients want to know is not your rate or your reasons for it. What they really, really, really want to know is that no one is getting a better deal than they are. In other words, a policy establishes fairness. So when you talk to him, phrase it in terms of, I've decided to increase my rate structure, and not in terms of, I want to talk to you about raising the rates I charge you. Feel free to get back to me about some details, but the main point is this. Your rates should be driven by policy, not by a series of one-off deals with different clients. And that's true even if you presently only got one client. Third, be short and sweet. Say something like, I've decided to increase my rate structure by 10%. It has been two years since my last rate hike. Some costs have gone up. More importantly, I now have two more years of substantive experience in my field, and I think this higher rate reflects my value in the marketplace, period. You can offer some timing specifics, like, I've decided to phase this in beginning next January 1, but I wanted to give you six months advance notice. More often than not, clients will accept this forthright simple declaration. 
And if they resist, it's not likely to be because of your qualifications, but rather on the grounds of their budget and their cost structure. If that's the case, you can offer a few tunings, like maybe give them another three months before implementation because of their long tenure with you. However, do not give in on the core number of 10%, or whatever it is you choose. This goes back to the policy point. If you start negotiating on the actual rate, then you have no policy. You would have immediately declared that your principles themselves are up for negotiation. The client would immediately doubt everything you said and start wondering, hmm, I wonder if I could have gotten more of a discount if I pushed harder. You do not want that to happen. And the final point, you must be willing to actually walk away if they flatly say no. Honestly, if you're not willing, then why should they believe you? But you, feel, you should feel comfortable in being willing to walk away because A, you almost certainly are worth it. We talked about that earlier. And B, if the client is actually willing to lose this great relationship over a dispute about a 10% rate increase, then you may have vastly overstated the greatness of this relationship in your own mind. In which case, go find a client who really does appreciate you and figure out how you could have misread this one. But I sincerely doubt that will happen. I'm confident you'll get your rate increase, probably with little trouble at all. You've been listening to the Trust Matters Podcast with Charles H. Green. Send us your questions about trust, relationships, and business at podcast at trustedadvisor.com. And visit trustedadvisor.com for tons of free articles, videos, and more.